black, white, and mixed. Black, white, black, white, and mixed. mixed. Black, white, and mixed. Come on, black, 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 and black, 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 white, and mixed. Never mind. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Black, White, and Mixed, a podcast about race and culture in America. I'm your host, Doug Ogden, and I'm here with my friends, Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson. <laughs> and Kenny Roberts. Yo, I, I literally was going to take you up on that offer. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is Kenny Roberts with Black, White, and Mixed. Are you leaving a voicemail for somebody? I'm the black part of this mixed. <laughs> Wait. Doesn't work. Black part. That part. Mm. What's up, guys? Hey, man. How y'all doing? How, how's how's everybody in the studio audience? I hope y'all feeling. We already <laughs> talked about this. There's no studio audience. That's what that's what I'm calling listeners. I mean, until they write in and tell me, hey, don't call us that. I'm gonna do it since they can write in and say, hey, you need to speak into the microphone. I'm sure they can do that too if they want to. I'm I'm still holding on to that. I hold grudges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that the person who said <laughs> that uh, listened to the last episode <laughs> came over to me and said. Am I one of the people? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, you're canceled. And any and they were like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they went, uh, actually, this season has been pretty good. But in the first season, there were a few times that I would have to turn up Kenny really loud. And then you or Doug would start talking and I, it would blow my eardrums out. And I was yeah. like, well, it was recorded differently last year, but it's okay. It's okay. It's well, I, I just was like, whoever you are, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for your honest feedback and, and your honesty. So it was, it was all jokes when I said that I hate you and I wish the worst things in life for you. So, you know, I, I didn't really mean that. So. <laughs> that, part, that part got edited out. So they don't, they don't know that you said that until right oh, now. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never said it. Never said it. It's no, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, begun. seriously, that was very helpful feedback. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I did, I'm so sorry I interrupted that. It was beautiful. Right? What was that? You have the voice of a generation. <laughs> Is that an ancient hymn? <laughs> no, uh, it's the song that Chubb sings in... Uh, in oh, in uh, Billy Madison? In, no. Or Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. <laughs> when he's playing it, he's like, <laughs> don't be mad. I got my hand back. <laughs> We've only just begun. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's yeah, I feel like y'all are on one. What's I, good? It's, I'm broken. I'm laughing at Brandon. You said you're broken. He's having lower back problems. It's right, getting old. Right. Yep. You you were playing some some b ball. Yeah, I have not. I have not played. So I actually shot around this past weekend when I was out of town, but I have not played organized basketball since New Year's Day, 2020. At your school, mm. you remember that? I do, I do. That yeah, I, I feel like that was a late organizational, right? Or did I say doesn't matter? No, no. I think yeah, I think it was spur of the moment. Yeah. But typically, obviously, in the warmer weather, we would start playing some more. Yeah. But then by March, it was the pandemic, and that's been a year, right? O- over a year now, and I think this is the longest stretch of my life that I've not played like. Basketball specifically, but like organized sports. Mm. Are you missing it? Oh, totally. Big you ready? time. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Mm. Johnson Kenny? and Johnson got me feeling all right. Let's go. <laughs> Why y'all? Look, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I feel like y'all looking at me with pure judgment. Whoa, what? <laughs> no. At least, <laughs> at least Brandon. Right. Oh, I was going. I was going to call you something else, but then I remembered it was rude to call people that. So. Starts with the M. 
No. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> real rude. I will never call anybody that again. After I learned the origins. Yeah, I don't get it. After I learned the origins. It's pretty pretty bad. I'm really not. It's pretty bad. That is very, like, this is the thing. Words are important. We're talking about a derogatory term for a biracial human being. Correct. That used to be a very accepted terminology and a delicious cookie. Yeah. But now. Wait, really? Milano. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I've always called biracial people Milanos. Is that not right? (laughs) Uh, This is, you you look like a great Melissa Milano. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa Milano. Who's the boss? (laughs) No, Milano. No, Um, Melissa Milano. I'm switching the... Oh my Instead gosh. of Alyssa Milano, it's <laughs> Melissa Alano. Oh my gosh, um, dudes! Blind spotting coming to a TV near you. Dude, yeah, show. very excited about it. Really pumped. The movie was phenomenal. It's one of our favorites. Can I? Can I? Uh, actually, have we mentioned this before? Yes. Blind spotting? No, not not mentioned the movie Blind Spotting. But did, have we mentioned about like I think our first episode that we were gonna do, we were gonna do a second. Was it the second? Yeah, no, it was yeah, be so three, yeah. three episodes. Right. It was, and, rough. Uh, it was rough. It was rough. Y'all. Brandon <laughs> made the right call. Maybe the Patreon so, listeners will. So let's uh, run it back. We'll so we had had a couple of meet well, we've obviously we've been talking about doing the podcast for years, but we had like a right. couple of official like planning meetings around what this was gonna be and, and schedule and all that kind of stuff. Right. During one of those meetings we recorded like that one minute trailer that I did just to like promote the show. Then we came back in person and we did one introductory episode at your kitchen table, B. Yep. Was and that the was that the so we did the intro episode first? Yes. Before we did that? Yep. Because Oh, it was that's right the before pandemic the pandemic hit. Yes. The panty. Pandy. Oh. God. <laughs> the panties. Yeah. Oh, I mean it's one of the worst words in the English language. Pan- what? Panty? Yes. Why? It's so awkward. I don't. It's such a weird you word. You probably don't like moist either. No, but see, I just, I mind moist less than panty. I said panty, p a n like p a n n y like short for. I left the d out. Right. So you know pandy is the pandemic. Pandy. pandy. I thought you were talking about the like underwear, female undergarments. Yeah, but it's such no. a horrible name. Just call them underwear or whatever. Or skivvies. That's what I call them. Uh, even that's better. Skivvies. Anyway. Brandon's asleep. So, <laughs> but right when the pandemic hit, we still wanted Drawers. to keep recording. So we decided we'd try to do it over Zoom, even right. though we live within five miles of each other. Right. And we did. Well, that's how we recorded most of season one. Season yes. one. But this was our first attempt. But this was our first attempt. Right. And we did almost two hours, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Of reviewing the movie Blind Spotting, which is one of our favorite movies. Yeah. I think it was more than So two good. Hours. Once again, I'm gonna recommend it if y'all have not seen it. Top of the list. Such a great, such a great movie. So many good things to think about. Fast. <laughs> we did that in in BWM recommends. Oh yeah, we talked we about did. the things that we liked. But, we did, we did, we did. but we didn't. We we didn't release those. We did not release those. We Brandon. During the editing process, which quick shout out to Brandon. I don't know if y'all know Yo, the work that this man puts in to produce this show. Kenny and I literally 
get done. We don't even clean up after ourselves. This is not true. We just leave it a mess, and we walk out, and Brandon spends... Actually, that's relatively true. I don't know, four or five hours after we leave just cleaning up our mess. Right. And Most then of the time, I come edit. in with muddy shoes, and then I wipe my feet on his couch, and then I, yeah. we record, and I leave. They're not even red bottoms. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because can't afford those. One day. Um, so this was the first time we tried to do it online. We did like three hours worth of blind spotting movie review. Yep. And over the course of the next week, as Brandon was editing, he basically said like, yo, I don't think this is, uh, this is not it. This is not it. <laughs> and that was the right call. It was such a good call. And if y'all ever want to hear it, maybe we'll put it available to certain listeners. Someday. He deleted it. It, it might did you, actually, wait, did no, you really? It, it might actually be deleted. <laughs> Bro, but I don't think I meant to. You never <laughs> delete. You archive, I always, bro. I always archive things, you but I think I, I might dude. have actually done that because it was just so bad. What are you doing talking about archiving? What? What do you mean? You got like a hundred thousand emails in your inbox. Archive? Oh no, I have it. No, I have that's it all. Literally here. not archive. That's literally the archive. No, the inbox that's itself. The, Inbox. What is the inbox other than an archive, bro? But there's a separate tab in Gmail for the archive. It's I'm literally it a separate. It's when you delete it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, so like in my Yahoo mail, oh I my just God. swipe so I'm and using, it would delete. I'm using uh, Alta Vista. I'm using Hotmail. AskJeeves.com is Kenny's oh homepage. Oh my gosh. But in my Gmail. I still have to put a disk inside my computer. I really hate Get onto Ailes. <laughs> You swipe and then it says archive. I don't know where it goes. Into the little box uh, called archive. Like <laughs> everybody of a certain a, age don't even know what that is. It's a what terrible dial-up sound. But um, it goes into the section called archive. I'm saying I have no idea what it is. I just I've, told you. I've never looked at the archive section that's of my. That's fine. Email. Can I? Can but I? That's where can I kick you a suggestion? Do it. Archive. I don't, I think that Anna might be worse than him. I think Anna, Anna has, like, it's like 70,000 unread. And I'm like, why did you even have them? What yeah. do you have? No, that? that's insane. But look at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's why, the number? Why have 130,000 unread emails? I mean, it's emails? insane. Why have, the, why have a, an email address? It's you insane. You don't read them. <laughs> I read the ones that I need to read. Bro, I can't even fathom. I legit hit 10,000. Emails at one point and was like, nope, can't do it. Really? Started sorting through them. And it stresses you out. It took me weeks. It took me months. And when I got down to zero, I signed up for un- unroll. Unroll, me. unroll Me. They, they're not sponsored. They're not a sponsor. So that's what out. I did. I wouldn't you know who else is not a sponsor? Freaking Wendy's, man. How are you going to run out of chocolate Frosties and Coca-Cola? And hamburger meat. <laughs> I'm, I'm sea salty about that. High five. Because <laughs> of the sea salt fries. <laughs> Get it? So anyway, blind spotting the TV show. Right. It's coming out. I, I am looking forward to it because, one, the stars of the movie, obviously, are Colin and Miles. Directors, writers, stars, you know. Right. I like that these two men are sort of using their success and their platform in order to highlight another character <clears throat> you know what i mean yeah because like obviously i would have been peggy. on board for more of colin and miles what'd right. you say peggy that's guy they're sisters from hamilton oh yeah i mean Jasmine. well she was Jasmine also Cephas jones 
Do I ever know anybody's name? Like, let's. No. Okay. I just was confused when you said Peggy because it's Ashley on the movie. I'm Peggy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Squiler sisters. Um. So anyway, that's one thing I like, and 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 so I like that they're like using that success in order to like promote right, right others, right. Secondly, I'm extremely thrilled that it's not a remake of the movie, right? Because oh, that yeah. that Different happens sometimes line. where they take a movie and they remake it into a show, or vice versa, right? You know what I mean? And they try and like stretch out every yeah, and it's yeah. just leave it alone. It's not great. It's leave not it alone. Great. Yeah, this I, I love that it's like a continuation of the story, and it just picks up, and you're just in, back in that universe, in that world. Right. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I wonder if you would have needed to see the movie in order to enjoy the TV show. That's what I'm interested to see. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that people don't pick up shows to do that. They force you to. Give premise, yeah. Probably, yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be like little things in it that are like nods to the show, or you have some right. context for this. Like right. in the trailer that they posted, Miles is getting arrested <laughs> in the in the opening scene, and you're kind of laughing because you know Miles already, right? You know what I mean? Even though it's sad, obviously. But he's what, getting arrested. And I want to know where Colin is. Then, like, is he in the show? I don't think <laughs> yeah, he that's is. a good question, man. I ain't seen him in the trailer. I mean, David's a pretty busy dude. You so. made me sad, right? Me too. Yeah. You're you're busy. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just said no. <laughs> anyway, so we're pumped about Blind Spot in the TV yeah. show. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. Super pumped about that. That's dope. Should be good. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Um. I kind of want to go back to talking about the the M word. Okay. You know what I'm saying? What like what about it? I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you feel some type of way about that word? I say no. it's the word we're talking. Can I? Mulatto. The word we're talking about is mulatto. You know what I'm saying? So it's not the M word. It's not like the N word. It ain't. But I want to be respectful to all my mixed. To quote to there. quote John Mulaney. You know how I know midget is not as bad as the N-word? Because you and I are both saying the word midget, and we won't even say what the N-word is. That's right. If you're having a contest between which word is the worst word, and you won't even say one of those words, that is the worst word. (laughs) That was a good uh, John Mulaney impression, too. All right, let me see if I can do it better. Hold on. Our dads don't have friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's it farther away from it? It may have gotten worse. All right, sorry. Go ahead, Kenny. Uh, what is the deal? <laughs> I have a terrible Seinfeld impression, by the way. Let's hear it. See, now I feel put on the spot. I'm not gonna do it. All right. So, so, like, do you feel some type of way about Brandon personally? Brandon personally. I mean, you. I know you can't speak for all. No. You know, mixed people, and I'm not asking. And there's not that. Asking, there's not that many of us. Feel some type of. Way. <laughs> like three percent of the population. Is that true? I think so. Yeah. Last hmm. time I looked. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't. When I was a kid, um, it was used pretty frequently in my household, but I don't think we knew. Huh. Um, I don't think we knew all of the baggage with it and the etymology, the etymology of the yeah yeah of the word. And you know, the more that you like look that stuff up, the more you see how tied to all the other problems it was, and yeah, you know, it's. 
one drop rule and ways to continue to just like put people in boxes and to make sure that we understand that you are not, you know, if you're not black, but you're not white, we still got to put you in some sort of box so that we know that you can't, you know, you might not, <laughs> you might not be as, wor- as bad off as, as those other black folks over there, but you're not going to be one of us. We have to right. know how much uh, dignity, yeah. dignity we're, you're worth ascribing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Which was still very little, when, honestly, but it was still very what? I'm sorry, little, little. Yeah, little. yeah, of course. I mean, that's, yeah. that was the, the one drop rule. Was, I mean, the paper bag test is all. Is all well, yeah. When we, we talked to that, we talked about that before. But the paper bag test is more from is more from black folks to oh, interesting. Okay, to, mm-hmm. you know, but but um, I mean, actually, in in Michael Che's show, he has a little joke about it in the very beginning in in the first episode. But oh, cool. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, the one drop rule being, if you had one drop of Negro blood, then you were considered black and therefore subjugated to all the, you know, to the lowest realms of society. Um, when you say subjugated, subjected to the lowest. Yeah. So when you say it was used in your home growing up, as like a badge of honor, I am. Mulatto. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if it was like yeah. a. Because we thought that... Like a half-joke insult type, like a teasing thing, or it was like a, this is just what we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was more of like, this is what we are. Cool. Because like, that's we, what we thought. Okay. So so different than, like, using the N-word. No, like no, no. Me, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. me and my brothers, and sis, well, some of my brothers, and not all of them. My, my sister is less ratchet. My older sister is less ratchet than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. So. It wasn't like a ratchet term. It was, or like, us trying to be silly or funny. It was like... Badge of honor. You know, what are you? Oh, yeah, I'm a lotto. Word. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know when I, I think I was in high school when I learned what it actually, like what some of the yeah stuff was, especially when like the internet was a lot easier to get onto and right. a lot more people had smartphones and all that kind of stuff. I think that's when I, um, I don't know, I think I saw a video on it. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And, or, or maybe I had said it or heard somebody say like, this is, Oh, you sh- really shouldn't say that. That's an outdated term. Right. And I was like, outdated. I didn't even know. Like, mm. What? And so I, I, I remember looking it up and, and being like, oh. Did you stop using it after that? Yeah, I don't think I've used it in a long time. Yeah. As like a serious thing. Yeah. Um, to like call myself. <laughs> yeah. Other than the rap, right. the rapper, <laughs> mulatto. <laughs> right. <laughs> was you like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, if somebody was like saying something to me to be derogatory, then it's a very different thing, right? right? I mean, right, right. But if somebody said it, I, I would be like, oh, you know, it's probably not. You probably shouldn't say that anymore. Mm-hmm. And here's here's you know, here's how to understand a little bit more about where that word comes from, and yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I probably wouldn't be that mad about it. Though. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was just wondering, because I, I mean, I thought about, like, after, you know, after I learned, uh, I think it was when we were reading Stamp from the Beginning. Yeah. Um, by Dr. Ibram X. Kendi. Yep. Um, and that's when I learned, you know, that, uh, like, if I if I remember correctly, it comes from, um, from like, I guess the origin of mule, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, I was like, man, that's, that's, that's super rude. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Which, again, I mean, it's inherently dehumanizing, right? Right. I mean, to literally right. call someone the name of an animal. Right. Um, 
And so, yeah, I I think, you know, after that, I was like, whoa, like, I, I think I really caught the weight of it. Hmm. Um, and so even in, in jest, you know, I, cause I mean, I, I would, you know, I would joke about it. You know, I got mixed kids. I would, you know. Yeah. Um, but even in jest, I was like, ooh, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Right. Because I'm, right. I'm like, I think there are some things I just don't want to be in the habit of speaking over people. Yeah. You know, or, you know, or, or over my kids, you know, or, and definitely over my kids. Hmm. Um, you know, because I, I really want to, like, I understand the, the weight of words in, in some regard. Yeah. I think I'm still, I mean, I think I'm still learning, but I think I understand in some regard the weight of words and how, you know, what someone says about you or to you can affect, especially when you're young and impressionable, you know, it can really affect, you know, how you view yourself and how you, you know, um, go about conducting yourself, you know, in the world and how you interact with people. And Certainly. So, yeah. Especially when it comes to, like, identity statements. And stuff. Yeah. 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 Do you guys feel like you're sensitive to that? I mean, it can be on this same subject of... Uh, you know, name calling or, you know, racial profiling or whatever, but just in general, do you feel like you guys are sensitive to like identity statements that people make about you? And I, and I ask that because I feel like I am. So if somebody mm-hmm. like, even if it's not, if, even if they're not saying, Doug, you are this, if they say you did this thing or whatever, I, I have a tendency to sort of like absorb that and like feel like it's true about me, whether it is or not. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of that stems just from, you know, probably like childhood insecurity or whatever, but I do think they're does it does it matter who it is? Um yeah, probably. Um but it it probably more matters if it reinforces some narrative I already struggle to believe or not believe about myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like if I feel like I'm a piece of shit and then somebody says something that makes me feel like I am. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would probably hurt more if it was somebody that was close to me. Mm-hmm. But even if it's a stranger or somebody gets mad at me on the road because I, I didn't yield one. You know what I mean? Like, it could be right. it could be as minuscule as that. Somebody I'll never see again in the rest of my life. But if it reinforces that narrative, I do struggle, like... Then it, it really hits you in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, like, if somebody says something about me, maybe even if they're really close to me, that doesn't resonate with me or I don't struggle with at all, that's probably like water off my back. You know what I mean? You don't know what you're talking about. But you just brush it right off. I didn't mean to like change the subject as much as I did, but I'm just wondering like identity statements for me uh, carry a lot of weight. Yeah. I I mean, I don't think that's, I don't think that's changing the subject because I I think it goes right along with what you're asking. Sure. Um, Yeah. I think it goes right along with what you're asking. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I think that's relevant you know what what whether it's it's about race or whether it's about you know your character or you know um because i mean a, a big a big a big part of that desire to call names especially derogatory disrespectful names w- was in an attempt of like dehumanizing right. and controlling right. and making this identity statement like well, you are just this, or you are only this. You know what I mean? As opposed to um, giving, you know, offering humanity. Me. 
<laughs> What's that? An ant was on me. Oh, Brandon just like, made a very sudden movement. We I was like, distracted. are you getting attacked by a rat? And then I, I really started to like a start rat. to move my feet up. I don't know. I don't know. That was my first instinct. How Is he getting bitten by a rat? How the hell can a rat come inside? I don't know. If it comes inside, it's a mouse. You stupid. <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So it's like that, that yeah. sort of like calling someone the N-word mm-hmm. in a derogatory way. Is, is it's a lot of things obviously at play there, but I think one of them is a sense of like that's all you are, you know what I mean? That that mm. is sort of an identity statement to lay over someone in a way that's like hateful. And anyway, sorry. I think so for me, and it's more, and I I can speak more so now. I think. Earlier in life, it would have carried more weight than it would now. Yeah. Um, because now I'm more secure in, in who I am and in understanding, you know, understanding that I was created in the image of God. And so I don't see myself as that, mm-hmm. you know. I would more so... I mean, I would be pissed just because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you, you know, they you that carries that um, that weight with all the history of the word, the history of race in this country, and the power that's at play there. Yeah, but it wouldn't rock me to my core and have me thinking, oh, I'm just another nigga. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, so I mean, I I think you know now it it wouldn't rock me in a way that it would have then i would be more so it it would make me angry and there would be a level of i mean i was gonna say sadness for that person but i think there would be more so a level of disappointment because i'm like like really are we you know, are we are we going there? Yeah. Are we still there? You know. Yeah. And I mean, I I think you know, if if that's where you go, then of course you've thought it at some point. You know. Yeah. Sure. And so, I I think I would see that person for who they are and see them like in their you know okay now I see your true colors. You know, so, but, but all that to say, I don't think it would get to the, I think other things, you know, and especially if you don't know me, then it doesn't carry that much weight. Now, somebody that knows me and not necessarily with the N-word, because I mean, yeah, not necessarily with the n but more so if they made like a statement about my, my character. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I think I just see that as a cheap shot. And I'm like, you dumb, like, sure. You is that all you got? You know what I'm saying? Is that what we got to resort to? Hmm. You know, I feel like that's just an easy cheap shot. Um, but if you if you know me, and then you get into something that's deeper, you know, just in terms of like, you know, and so maybe some of the stereotypes of of black people or mm-hmm. or something like that. I think that would probably hurt me a little bit more than yeah, you know, than being called the, the N word just make me mad. Yeah, you yeah. know, if yeah. 
it would take something else to really, you know, hurt me I or hear whatever, you. you know. But you be. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it takes more to like, for someone to say. I remember my first fight. Had that, have I talked about that on first fist fight? My first fist fight. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I don't, no, know I don't think I we know this story. Before. I don't know this story. I don't I've think. never been in a fist fight. Okay. Listen. I've been in one, but I was young. I was like middle school. I mean, this was, was very this short. was young. This was like fifth grade. But you said first. It's my first one. That's that was awesome. Fifth grade. Very excited about this. Okay. <clears throat> now, my brother, Tyler, can 100% back this up because there's a few things in here that you're like, this just, that didn't happen. Right? <laughs> it did. It 100% did. Okay. So I remember the dude's name. I won't say his last name, but his name was George. Okay. Mm. We we What's all lived George's, on base. Why were you fighting a grown man? What's yeah, up with George's, dude? He was, a, he was a, in fifth grade. Also, I don't. Think George is is a grown man. The most unbelievable thing about <laughs> why this was his name? I, know, so I knew a George, a George in fifth grade. I knew a George growing up, but whenever I think of a George these days, I don't think about a young George. <laughs> Nobody does. Old Georges. Well, and my dog, I I used to have a dog, and his name was George. That's right. And he was a big lumbering fool. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you name him after the guy that you fought? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best kind of George. I love that dog. <laughs> he was the, the best dog, kind of George. There right. are different kinds of George. All right, so I'm in fifth grade. Uh, we lived on base. Everybody. So you're 11. George is 62. <clears throat> George is 62. I don't know why he's still riding the bus, much less like a yellow school bus. Um, but we, uh, we, you know, the bus would pick up like three or four different elementary schools and then take you back. To base, okay, um, and middle schoolers rode on a different bus. And so these were all uh, kids that lived on base. Yeah, but there was one bus that would pick up from three or four different schools and bring yeah. you guys all back to base. Now, why did we go to different schools? But question. we all lived in like the exact same area. I don't right. know, but it Mount, Mountain View is wild. Bro. Mountain View, yeah. There was Therkoff and Mauna Loma and a few other ones. Was your was your was your bus mostly black kids or was no. it a was it a pretty diverse? Bus yeah, ride. it was pretty diverse because of because it was like a military. So okay. there's white kids, black kids, okay. Latin kids, like okay. all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Did you so, get um like snacks and stuff at school? No. No? Snacks? No, like did did you pack snacks? Like to, to take to, to school? school? Yes. Like cookies okay, or you I know that you never had this experience, but No, like would you like what kind of cookies? Like Milano's or <laughs> I, I knew you were fishing for something and I was just Really didn't want to give it to you. I gotta go there. Go ahead. I, but I, so I, I have a legitimate question. So this has to do we haven't, with we have not said. I know any, we haven't even gotten the to the story yet. yet. I know but, shade. But my we're, question we're was legitimate. Setting up, your question was not okay, legitimate. What's, what is, what's your question? So I'm like, so what I'm wondering How is, so I asked about the diversity George? of the bus, and you were talking about going to different schools. <laughs> oh, George. You're at, you're talking about going to different schools. The different schools that that. Uh, y'all would be dropped off at were were they different? Were there different demographics to the schools? Oh, like yeah. one was a more affluent no. school, one was no. I mean, it, it's in the two schools that it picked up from were, yeah. I mean, so there's only the, two. The two, well, the the two that I'm really thinking about. I mean, if there was a third one, it was. I think there was a third one that was, like, for instance, we had we had uh, two main high schools that you mm-hmm. would go to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Los Altos High or Mountain View High. Mm-hmm. 
And then there was another one called Alta Vista. And Alta Vista was for the kids that, like, like, you know, failed out of high school Mm -hmm. or got in trouble for fighting or were, like, truant. Like, they... Like the the ability for them to still go to high school and and get their diploma was they just move instead of being a quote unquote you know pain or drain on that one mm-hmm. school they would just go literally across the uh, field to this place called Alta Vista. Kenny knows about Alta Vista. That's his primary search engine. <clears throat> uh, anyway, uh, but all no, those schools dog, are extremely extremely wealthy schools really because yeah because i mean your mountain view is smack dab in silicon valley like in mountain view i did not know that yeah like right in the middle of all i didn't either wow yeah so i used to i used to skateboard on google's campus google's campus on Mm -hmm. yahoo's campus skateboarding is not a crime aol's campus santa Um, cruz and that's too far away but um i mean they're like Lockheed Martin was just across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Oracle's down the road. Wow. I mean, like all the big companies are right there. Um, I went to school down the road. I went to um, college down the road from uh, uh, um, Apple's campus before wow. they made the wow. big spaceship campus thing, the big circle ring thing. Dude, I need to. Uh, I need to repent of my. California slander. The only reason I don't, I say I don't like California is because I've never been to Northern California. Northern California is the spot. Southern, Southern California, California is trash. There, is it really? I th- oh, I've said dude. it before. I've, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. It is NorCal or NoCal. That's, I, wow. I, 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 it's the thing. I'm, I'm 100% behind you, man. Where where I need to go visit nice. NorCal. You got the where, big red Where is San Francisco? Is that mid-Cal? NorCal. It's the Bay, bro. Wasn't in Southern California. L.A. freaking horrible Los Angeles. San Diego seems pretty cool. I've never been to San Diego. L.A. Oh, L.A. is garbage, dude. I cannot stand L.A. Yo, I really enjoyed L.A. Why? Oh, that's awful. Anyway, sorry. Because pretentious. All right, go ahead. Sorry. So anyway, so that's that's why I was asking about the demographics of schools because I was wondering like, all right, were the you know affluent kids you know that that lived on base, but the white kids wanted you know the white parents wanted their kids to go to a you know a different Uh school. No. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Like that, my that my sense. bus like ride it. was was very black. Like we had maybe a couple white kids, you know, but most of the kids on the the bus was black. Well, I think I've said it before. Um, you know, I was my experience was very unique because I didn't grow up with like white versus black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I knew that that existed and I knew that like racism existed and all that kind of stuff, but where I was in California and it's as Crips the kid that blood. I grew up, no, I mean, of course it was, there was, there, there was gangs, violence and stuff like that. But reality is, uh, especially growing up on the military base in California and then like the schools that I went to and the friends that I had, um, <clears throat> I learned that people just hated each other. Mm-hmm. So it was like. You know, black folks kept to themselves, um, white mm. folks kept to themselves, but then it was Latin folks too, and and right. you know, uh, Indian Americans and Asian mm-hmm. America, uh, other Indi- uh, other Asian Americans and stuff like that. Like groups and pockets just like formed, and mm. they sort of kept to themselves. So I didn't see it as like, oh man, black people hate white people, and or white people hate black people. It was like, it was like so much of everybody. everybody hates everybody. And then the way that 
I grew up with like my hair and my, you know, like my skin tone and stuff like that being like, people would look at me and it was like, I've said the joke before, but the, you know, white people thought I was white. Uh, black people knew I was mixed and, and uh, Latin people thought I was Latin. So I just, wherever I was, I just. <laughs> he was uh, he was always I going to different. I was just with all Black people, people, am I right? <laughs> and then he'd be with his, he'd be with his black friend. <laughs> White people, am I right? Los vatos, si o no? I <laughs> way, pinche, man, they have way. And then I just run away. Uh, no, but so so all that to say, when we came back on base, like everybody lived in the same stuff. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, you know, the other unless you were an officer, everybody lived in essentially the same type of home. Right. Yeah. So okay. it wasn't like, you know, you don't have all this like kind of I don't know. There wasn't um There wasn't, oh, he lives in the good side yeah, of it. It yeah. sort of like standardized it. Yeah, it was yeah. Pretty, I mean it was right. all kind of the same playing equal equal playing playing sure. ground. So the main thing is I'm I'm in fifth grade. I'm a little tiny kid. I got glasses, and these glasses are ugly as hell. Just some of the ugliest glasses I've ever seen. Dang, I see myself. Why did they put you in? My there? mom has has some pictures, and I like you know in like the um, your yearbook, and you like mm-hmm. open up your yearbook, and I go, oh, but I'm a cute kid. Nope. <laughs> Just ugly as hell with these nope. little glasses. I'm like, mom, you sent me. You bought these glasses. Yeah, that's and rough, you probably man. paid a lot. See what's then. what's disappointing about that is that you had a super cute face. Uh, and with a chubby waist, I don't know about your waist. Stupid. <laughs> I've seen a time. I've seen a Time magazine cover. It's not real. A little baby Brandon <laughs> up there. I, I know. Hella cute. So then, why you got to cover the face with ugly glasses? I'm sorry. Yeah. So you can see, huh? So so you can see. Now we're gonna say the story. All all the people at home school were white. So. Yeah. Well, that's that's because it was your family. Yeah. So, I Tyler and I had this problem with George, which I was about to say his last name, with George. <laughs> we Soros. point him out. We did George not. Soros. We did not know this dude. I mean, like he just at when we were at home had a problem with us. Always trying to make fun of us, saying stuff, blah blah blah, constantly. And you know, my mom was always like, "You, you, you just put your head up. You just be the bigger person, okay." Um, so that was my, that's what I did. And then I remember I, we, we, uh, we were, we got dropped off at the bus and there was a a walk, like the bus stop. There was just sort of this road that connected the two big neighborhoods in the, in the area or whatever. Yeah. And so some people walked one way, the other people walked the other way. George was on my side. So Tyler and I are walking, are just walking home. It's just up the street. And George is behind uh, behind us and just saying, you know, and you guys are trash and you guys are so, you know, like you guys, so, like just literally unprovoked nothing. Like we're just like walking home and he's just saying stuff. And then he, and he, then he said like, and, and, um, and you know, like, you know, the black folks aren't the, aren't even that great. And I like, I hate that you guys are mixed. Like you guys suck. What is it? Just is, out of nowhere. Is he white? Yeah. Little white kid? Yeah. What the hell? Just out dude? of nowhere. Like completely like we and 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 he had never said anything like that. Yeah. But we were we were near the end of the walk. We were near the house. And I'm I kid you not. I mean beyond just like the racist BS, why is he picking a fight with two people? Uh, well, and why I don't know why 
we never we never did anything to him. Yeah. Like, dude, that makes I, no I, sense. I, I could, it could make sense if like we walked around just been like, yo, we're the best. You know, I just like <laughs> beat, we're the beat best. people up. But we like we like my mom. Like it, people would go and tell my mom, and my mom would like fight us. So like we didn't do that. You right. Know, we Is it so? <laughs> I have a question. Is it possible that this like a Liz Lemon situation where you're remembering it as no. we didn't do anything? This is, no, this is exactly you know what, what I'm saying. saying. No, no. And Absolutely. like let him tell it. No, I I will let you. You I, were the I'll aggressive call him. one. I'll call him. You and, still got his he, number? No. <laughs> Check Go this ahead. out. Okay, we're walking. Almost at the end you of the street. Suck. You know, blah blah blah. You're trash. Y'all are trash. Black people are trash. Y'all are trash. Y'all mix trash. Whatever. I I turned to Tyler. I took my backpack off. <laughs> I kid you not. Best thing in the world right here. Took my glasses off, folded them up. <laughs> he took li- the ugly glasses off. A light rain. Drizzle. I kid you not. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> it started raining in that moment. It's, it's, it was the light rain. Oh, mm. Was the sun still out? Oh, yeah. Oh, middle, my you know, gosh, we just man. Out. A light rain. Hollywood wishes they could create such a scene. Right. I punched the kid in the face. Oh. He went down, and then I jumped on him, <gasps> and w- and I just had all the... It was like the emotional yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. You ralphied him. And I've told, I've told people before, like, I, I'm not the best fighter. I'm none of that. But I'm also not going to be a fighter. Like, I, I'm not the kind of fighter... That's like, yo, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to deck you. I'm trying to like, you know, win, win the fight. I'm like, no, I'm gonna play dirty. Like, if I found sand in your eyes, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna hit you in the crotch. I'm gonna hit you in the neck. You know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm looking for the stuff that you go, oh, you're like, I, is there a rock here? I picked up the rock. Pop. You know what I mean? Like, it. We're not, we're not. I'm not looking for fairness. I'm looking to win. So yeah. like, I don't want to fight. So if, if we fight. I'm looking to win the fight. <laughs> so that's that's exactly what happened. It was it was a sucker punch. I mean, it, if you looked at it maybe now, he would have known. Yeah. I took my glasses off. I took my backpack off. I right. You were gearing up. If he would have had black friends, he would have known. Like, you <laughs> were prepping. about to go down. You, it's about to. Uh, you're, you were prepping to beat that. You know what I'm saying? So... So I popped him, and then I jumped on. I jumped on him. He's down on the ground. He's down on the ground. He because I just you know I, p- I punched him across the cheek. So what's Tyler doing? He's just looking. He's just like watching. So <laughs> I jumped on him. He I grabbed. <laughs> he's holding my stuff. I grabbed. I grabbed. Trying to by the around. Neck. Tyler standing there with the umbrella because it started lightly raining. We, don't, <laughs> we didn't have umbrellas. <laughs> so I jumped on George and I grabbed him by the neck oh. and I just started just you oh. know slamming oh, his head, no. just shaking him. And I hear like you know. I don't know how long. It's not that long, but I hear him go, Brandon, stop. And I stopped and I was like, you leave us alone. And then uh, I was like, Tyler, let's go. And Tyler, Tyler tried to jump in too. (laughs) 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 When I got off him, Tyler tried to jump in. Were you, do you remember like emotion, adrenaline? What do you remember feeling? Yeah, no, I, I, we went home and we walked in the door and I called my mom. I was like, mom, I just beat George out. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I'm so sorry. Uh, but then that kid. Um, Did she say George Williams, the elderly man that lived <laughs> down the street? <laughs> For real, real talk, though. After that, George would always come over and be like, "Hey, you guys, you guys want to hang out?" Like, 
And we were like, no, uh, you suck. <laughs> White people suck. Uh, and no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he Dude, was not, he did not want to mess with it. He didn't want to mess with us anymore. Mm. But, which is, All it which takes is, nice. is one, one time. Well, it's, <sighs> All it takes is one time. Mm. I just, that's, so that's, that was all to say, like, I, I don't really, I don't take anything like that to heart anymore, Mm -hmm. but like, I remember there were certain things that, that felt off limits. Like you could talk about me or my stature or even like my brother, like things like that. But like, if you really tried to like insult the core of our being yeah simply for being, then it was like, okay, well now we've like, we've entered into a new, you know. Mm-hmm. S- space a new realm yeah well, especially unprovoked i mean it was just it just seems like it was totally right. out of the blue but that i feel like that's what that's what people go through like like all the time it's just yeah, like you're true. just trying that's to true. be alive you know like there's not yeah. there's not anything that i can could have done differently like i didn't choose to be born and i didn't choose to be born to a a white woman and a black man right you know like that's just Right, what it was, um, and the same for like really everyone. Yeah. So it's just really it's it's always been strange to me to just you know like the atrocities that we tr- that we commit towards like ethnic groups yeah. of people yeah. is just so it's it's not foreign. It's just strange that we g- get to those spaces. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 I think I think a lot of times when we do get to those spaces, just like you were saying, like you like when you're in a physical fight, you fight dirty because you're fighting to win. You know, I wonder sometimes if it's resorting to a a fighting to win type of mentality where it's like I'm I'm looking to hurt, I'm looking to wound, I'm looking to Cheap, pres- like emotional to preserve shots. myself, yeah, 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 self preservation. Because like, if if I'm if I'm fighting physically, it's it's self preservation. Like I'm right. about to get you for you yeah. and me. Help the baby. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's my middle name on Twitter right now. By the it way, is, yeah, it I is. Have, I have just not wanted to even acknowledge. I, I really need yo. If somebody knows an app developer. I need you to get at me. If somebody knows what? If if somebody, if one of our studio audience, one of our listeners, y'all, he's yeah. shaking his head and rolling his eyes as I'm saying it. One of our listeners take us out? knows a um, uh, 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 app developer. Uh huh. I need you to get at me because I have an idea for two bomb apps, like two games that would be like very addictive. So get at me, you know. Or if anyone has a line on mystical, we'd love to talk to him. (laughs) No explanation. It's just done. Um. (laughs) But yeah, so anyway, so so I have to say when that stuff comes out and you're um, like backed into a corner emotionally and you're fighting for your mental well-being or sometimes your actual physical life, you know what I mean, in, in some of these violent interactions that sort of like fight or flight kicks in probably emotionally as mm-hmm. well, where it's like, I got to do whatever it takes to make it out of this thing alive. Right. Is that kind of your point? Yeah. You know, and I I wonder, is that the case? Hmm. And 
I I can't like I'm and I'm thinking about also like people who are just very much out for like out for self. Hmm. Which which you know is different than my wiring and so I'm having a hard time kinda, you know, fathoming yeah. that just in you know, how like people who are out for self are really um Like interact with other people, you know, and just, um, you know, look to to hurt people with their words. And you're like, mm, I don't care, you know what I mean. And so, like sometimes it's not a thing of where you are, you know, provoked in some way, but you legitimately believe these things about, you know, the core of someone else's being, you know, which is a shame. No, yeah, I mean, I, I think you have to be. I think you have to be taught or hear, you know, certain rhetoric from when you are fairly young mm-hmm. um, to be inundated a certain way. Yeah. You know, and, uh, I think it was a comedian. Um, somebody said, I'll, I'll have to look it up. Maybe uh, Doug can link it in the show notes or something. Yeah. Um, but it was like, the the antidote to racism is like traveling, hmm. uh, like to like to to truly travel the world and just like experience other like how other people live and to be other places. Because I remember when I was moving from California to North Carolina, and this is like a very trivial uh, experience. But you know, I had traveled a lot in in the states just based on my mom's job and stuff and where our, our family lived. Um, which was all over the United States, you know, Alabama and Maryland and Florida and Missouri and, you know, people all over the place. So I, I felt like I had experienced a lot of, of the United States. Mm. And then um, when I moved here, part of me was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, marry this girl and then we'll move back to California because mm. what, like if you can live in North if if you can live in California, like why would you live somewhere else? You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. like, it's it's you know the weather's great and it's easy access to the to the mountains mm. and to the beach and you know like all the stuffs here. The like, culture, why, the yeah. Scene. There's culture. Yeah. They, they, they the got In and Out. That's a hard one for me to leave. In and Out. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I so I I remember I remember feeling that and then. Um, and then Anna was like, this is why everybody hates people from California. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why? And, and the, now that <laughs> I've lived here Which is a very funny enough, thing to say, because North Carolinians are as arrogant about where they live. Pretty they, much. I mean, most yes, of the native much. North Carolinians the, the I've, I've met yes, say the exact same thing. Absolutely. Why would you ever want to live anywhere else? Why would you ever live anywhere else? And, and so what I'm saying is, I think that that is like... I think that's a thing everywhere. It's okay, like people yeah. get so inundated with where they live that they just can't imagine living somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, or like being in a different situation or like, you know, being like being somewhere else and just being challenged to think differently. And so like you get so inundated with that, that you go like, why would I, like, I, I know people who have said things like I, I've never traveled more than, you know, 50 miles from like where I live and you're like, right. What do you like? Seriously? Like you were born yeah. here and you, you have a car and adult money and you don't go anywhere. Like right, this yeah. is what you do. Um, Why would you ever live anywhere other than West Virginia? 
I'm going to leave that one right there on the table. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that like, if we are, if you've never been challenged to think about anybody differently than dude, you know, then like, why would the expectation be that you would? But Um, I've, I've heard people who have traveled and their posture is. I'm not saying that, that, that it's a right, 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 right. Because you can go, like, I can go to, uh, I can go to the Dominican Republic or I can go to Jamaica or I can go to, you know, like some, I can go to Hawaii and go to like Oahu and I'm in Honolulu in like a a place that has been like colonized by white people to look and feel like another white city and not experience like sure. Hawaiian culture. Right. You know what I mean? I can go to Haiti and like go to an all-inclusive resort and not see the devastation that has occurred outside yeah. of, you know, your all-inclusive resort. I feel like that's what a lot of people, they're like, yeah, I traveled to so-and-so. I, right. I, go to, I went to, a, you know, Puerto Vallarta, and you're like, yeah, but you stayed in an all-inclusive resort where you get everything handed to you. You did not experience Mexican culture. You know, know what I mean? I know this is not the point, but your pronunciations are really doing it for me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the, the way you're pronouncing all these different places is just clicking. It's really, really nice. Um, I think I think your your point your point is basically just that that's that can lead to a really like myopic point of view, right? Like it, it can right. it can get you to a place where the the shrunken down version of the world that you know you might assume is the only version of the world. Yeah, you know what I mean, or right. or whatever you've experienced, whatever you know must be true everywhere or or is a larger truth about culture and society. So if you've only ever interacted with a certain number of people, then all people must be like this or, or you know what I mean? Right. Right. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like people who only like who eat plant like a plain hamburger. You know what I mean? Like is a hamburger with nothing on it, but it's it's a it is meat and two buns. That's West Virginia. <laughs> I'm still leaving it on the table. <laughs> like I, I think that you can eat a really good burger like that. Like somebody could make a like could theoretically make a really good burger with like they know how like it's it's fresh hamburger, mm-hmm. it's wagyu beef, you know whatever. Like That's theoretically, like da- you could do that. downtown Charleston, West Virginia. That would be that part. Oh my! <laughs> we're really, we're really trying to bait Brandon <laughs> with this. He's not taking it. Double down, man. But if you could add cheese, but if you and had hot cheese sauce and all the other yeah. stuff, like there's so much more that you could add that would make it a much better hamburger. Right. Yeah. Right. That's all I'm saying. I think that's it would no longer be a hamburger. Yeah. Well, if, it, if that was a cheeseburger, but <laughs> you, but you don't have to put cheese. But that's on okay. It, that's true. And you could still add a lot of other things that still make it like a really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got you. I just that's just you should saying. try with aioli. What kind? I'm I'm not even sure. Well, then I, it. It. I ordered a burger. <laughs> it had aioli on this it, man. and I love the aioli. It's so yum. I ordered a burger with a side of tots. <laughs> this man <laughs> says to the waitress, "Can we get a uh, a second plate for that order?" I I chuckle and shake my head. In my head, I'm thinking, "This man's about to eat all my tots." The food comes out. I start eating. He I'm like halfway in into this delicious burger, and Kenny goes. Yo, can I get some of that? <laughs> and I no, said, I did not say, yo, can I get some of that? What did I you said, say? So you going you gonna to cut that or? Oh, yeah, it was less clear than what I said. Excuse me. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I think that's very clear. Like, you going to. 
look, man, you've already started eating it. And how am I so going to eat? I looked at him how and I was like, going to enjoy my side? I'm like, why did you think I got to play? Then I realized in that moment, he hasn't touched the tots. No. This man wanted some, some of burger. my burger. <laughs> but it was already half gone. So right. I, I cut the, off a couple the slices. The rest of the half was for him. Yeah, I didn't realize that, you know, and I was still very much looking forward to all of the rest of that burger. So I cut off a couple pieces, and Kenny eats it, and it was it was delicious. I mean, okay, it was where very is good. this at that you got it? It was at World of Beer. World of Beer. Build your own burger. Oh no, I'm gonna get so much crap at work. Uh oh. I talked to somebody about World of Beer just recently, and, and? I was like, I hate this place. <gasps> it's fro like every time I order a freaking pretzel, it's frozen in the middle. And oh, well, that's I'm not, not a burger, it. though. That's a pretzel. That used to be our spot, dude. I it know. Did. And legit, our text is this is for our uh, listeners. Um, our text thread would literally just be like a globe and, uh, <laughs> and a glass <laughs> and of beer. That's a beer. <laughs> Seven o'clock? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> See you there. Uh, so you're not a fan? Mm. I'm, I'm not a f- fan of. A pretzel that's frozen in the middle. Yeah. Mm. I can understand that. Yeah. I would be mad. It's not that difficult. All that to say, I know how to build a burger. This is very true. He does know how to build a burger indeed. I've often thought that I maybe would have turned out a little bit better if I had been punched in the face at mm. some point in my life. Mm. You know I'll what I mean? punch you in the face Like now. straight on or like a cheek? No, no, no. Like, like a legitimate, good, strong. I don't like maybe a broken nose. Maybe I'm worried about getting punched in the Cheek, our friend Alex, shout out Alex, told me that I should never be a boxer because my cheekbones are so high mm-hmm. that the first time I got hit, it, it would go into my eyeball. So I'm a little bit nervous about getting punched in the face because of that image. <laughs> but legitimately, I've thought on multiple different occasions in my life, like, man, I would not be on this wild out shit right now if I had gotten punched in the face really hard at some point in my life. It feels like it would be like a centering thing. Mm. Very sobering. Yeah, it's just never happened. There have been times so where I have had very... Saying there's a are chance. you saying that's the remedy? Very close friendships that I have like almost gotten to the point where I've asked them to like, dude, just here's what you need to do. I need you to... As just a friend. beat this. As somebody I, who loves okay, me. Ever just love garage, me. Just crap no, no, out of me. Not like a beat down. In I don't want to... Don't, don't give me the pulp. I want a, a solid punch to the face. I have... A boxing glove. Uh huh. I've got two boxing gloves. Uh-huh. I got I got a set at the crib right now. Can give you one good one with the boxing glove on, bro. Because it still won't feel. Good. Here's what it. we need to do. Let's go. Okay, go go ahead. You go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna go back to what he was saying about his burger analogy because I thought that was a pretty good analogy. Okay, that's, so maybe we'll do like a Kickstarter. Who wants to see Doug get punched in the face? <laughs> I'll, I'll to raise we'll money for the f- towards raising money for the podcast, new equipment for the podcast. <laughs> hey, All right, go ahead. There we go. No, I, I I was just gonna say I think that's a really good um, I think that's a really good analogy, um, just in terms of, you know what you were saying about the burger, um, just thinking about the different um the different flavors of different people groups mm-hmm. around the the world, and yeah. specifically thinking about about America, you know, and how much potential there is because of how how many different types of people are here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So many different experiences, though so many different perspectives. Mm, right. You know, um and there's just so much potential. 
I love so there's so the you know we've talked about a Bama podcast before mm-hmm. and like one of the things that the guy who hosts the podcast was saying was uh, one of the things that he was saying about um, I forgot what Bible story he was using but he was saying that um, that one of the um, one of the marks of of or one of the things that God values is is the potential of mankind hmm. you know and like his his desire to partner with us um his desire to partner with us is is there alongside seeing you know the potential of mankind he's willing to work with us even in you know amidst our ratchetness hmm. you know he didn't say ratchetness but <laughs> <laughs> you know he's willing to work with us even even in that because of the potential that he's placed um he's placed in us you know what i mean and so you know, I just thought that was really profound thinking about, you know, when, when thinking about the the hope of wanting to see America do better, the hope of wanting to see people do better, you know, is because, you know, I'm seeing that, that potential, you know, and thinking about the different flavors that are in, you know, this, this so-called, I say so-called melting pot. Yeah. You know, um. I was about to I was about to quote uh, a show by Rocket Line where he said it feels like I'm the only one that's melting a lot. Wow. But yeah. you know but it's it's deep because it's like the you know, it's supposed to be a melting pot, but you know, we're not allowed to melt. Everything is kept it's it's more like a salad. You know what I'm saying? Everything is is just as it is on top of all these different I guess going back to your burger analogy. <laughs> I got you. You know, yeah. y'all y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. No, it's just funny. I was. It's like a big trying to picture the salad. Cookie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I agree with you, dude. I know and you've never had a salad, but I like salad. Really? Yeah, as long as there's enough delicious dressing on it. <laughs> um, you like what you do with salad? Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Coffee. And I also think it's so. I mean, hypocritical is one word for it, but like the fact that. We as America, like, brag on ourselves that it's a melting pot and then tell people it's their job to assimilate and you better speak English here and you better, you know, fall in line with what majority call. Like, that's so hypocritical. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to be one-dimensional, then say that. But if you're trying to brag about how multicultural we are and how we're a melting pot and... You know, we're so diverse, and then somebody moves into your neighborhood that you don't like, and you're like, oh, forget them. Like, I want to know where that came from, though. Like, the, the whole melting pot thing, because when you think about the founding of the country, yeah, they were definitely like, yo, like, eh, we don't really want you here. Y'all can melt a lot. Unless you like us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, or, or we don't really want you here, period. But right. if you're going to be here, you got to at least be like us. Dude, Jerry Seinfeld has this great stand-up bit where he talks about the um, phrasing on the Statue of Liberty where it says, bring us your tired, your meek, your hungry, your poor. And he's like, really? Does it have to be those types of people? Like, <laughs> that's, that is... And then he just goes on this rant about if you can't drive, if you've got bad credit, if you've got no credit, if you don't know how to signal a lane, if you don't use your blinker, if you want to mm. ride a bicycle in the fast lane. You know, like he's just going on this long rant about all the worst types of people, you know. It's Dude. Really funny. Dude. But yeah, that's a good question, man. I don't know. You it's know just, to me, it's so, it's so inconsistent to be like, 
boom, look at us. We're a melting pot. Right. And then I don't want to interact with anybody that doesn't think the way I think and behave the way I behave. And I think that I feel like that comes from like, <clears throat> I think a lot of people are w- kind of to, I don't think you actually got to say what you were going to say <laughs> uh, earlier, but, <laughs> but you know, like I, I think that there is this thought of like, I want to experience the world or I want to be the kind of person that like, like I want to think that if I get, you know, insert Chinese place here that's owned by like a Chinese family, I want to, I want to feel like I'm eating authentic Chinese food mm-hmm. and like that makes me cultured and that makes me feel good. Right. But, but what comes with allowing <clears throat> people from all different races and cultures and ethnicities and experiences into a place to be a melting pot. Like what comes with that is all of that stuff Hmm. is all of that culture, all of that uh, background and things that are done differently and, you know, better Mm. or worse or hard or difficult or whatever. And so I feel like once there's like that, that feeling of wanting those, like wanting to be a melting pot. And then when all of the other stuff comes, we're like, Oh, 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 I I wasn't ready for that. Right. I wasn't ready for Mm -hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Um, I was just going to cherry pick the parts of your culture that I'm okay with. Well, it's because in, in part, like I understand that the idea that like we set up a place, we got it, you know, like, so I don't need you to come here and set up a place. Mm. I want you to come here and experience what we've set up and bring some of your stuff. Dude, that's really interesting. Um, so, like, I, I feel I I understand to some point because for a long time I kind of was on the camp of like, yeah, I I love Latinos. Like, they are my like, like that's one of my favorite cultures. I love experiencing. I mean, not it's, it's not a single culture. There are tons and tons and tons of different cultures. Yeah, in South America and Central America and all that kind of stuff. But I just mean like I love. Um, I love Latin the rich culture and all that's brought yes. to the table. Yeah, and I love the richness of like Mexican, like of Mexican heritage and like all that kind of stuff. And yeah, Puerto Rican heritage and like the like shout out to like my, you know my 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 Latin mom Myrna. Myrna. Uh, Myrna. But like shout out for a long time, Black. I sort of lived in this world where I was like, why are we celebrating Cinco de Mayo in America? Like I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and. You know, I and there was also the spot of like, well, I want anybody to be able to come here because like America is the best place in the whole world, right? <laughs> um, but if you like, if you jump a wall or like you do something illegal, like you sh- shouldn't, like of course you should be deported if you're caught. Like mm-hmm. you didn't do what you're supposed to do, which is like follow the legal guidelines to get in here and blah blah blah. Um, so like I, I had all these like sort of views of like, this is like, of course you're welcome, but you're not welcome if you do it illegally, like, mm. or if you act a certain way, cause like we've set up ways for you to get here or, you know, like we've, we've done X, Y, and Z for you to be able to like experience America. Like, why are you doing it illegally? Mm. Um, and then you kind of like realize that like, oh, America isn't doing right by its own people it's not doing right for the, you know, for like immigrants, um, yeah. who are trying to legally get here and it takes them 10 years to get, you know, the necessary documents in place. I mean, I would, we have a friend here and I'll leave, I'll leave out, I guess we're kind of coming to an end, but, um, I'll leave out his name. 
he was he was married to his wife who had already she had like been here for 10 years and then she was sent back to south american country and she was there for a while and they they had been married for like two and a half or three years before mm-hmm. they got the necessary documents for her to even come back here wow. crazy. and there was there was thought that she wouldn't be able to come back in the early days of their marriage yeah yeah wow. and so like i remember talking to him and him so being painful. like yeah i might you know like i might be moving to insert you know south american country yeah and you're like because you as a married person who isn't an american citizen can't have your wife who was here for college come back like what a yeah. crazy <laughs> like yeah. that mm-hmm. okay so it's all broken i see okay right so i see right. i don't understand the f- bigger picture uh because i've been told the narrative that like all are welcome as long as they you know do the right thing or do follow the right, the right channels and do the do the right things it's like oh maybe not which which that's no. not the case nope. and even right. the people who set the rules don't do the right do the right thing no that's no that's very true no. so no yeah. Anyway, I had so, an, another thought, but I forgot what it was. So, we <laughs> sorry, dude. No, you're good. We may have to pick this up another time, and it might not even be on air because it might be the next time we hang out, which we may not be recording. But right. when you said that thing about protecting what's here, I had this analogy of somebody like, like a family moving into a abandoned home, not even abandoned, uh, moving into a home and kicking out the people that live there and like claiming squatters' rights. Mm-hmm. And how nervous they would be for like the rest of time about someone else doing the same thing to them. Mm-hmm. Right. I was as, having as soon as a you said very that. similar conversation to this not too long ago. Really? Yes, because we were talking about just different, um, like how how America was founded and how you know that's what was done to the Native Americans, right? And talking about like manifest destiny and things like that, and then thinking through like would we and I'll, I'll just use china for example because that's who everybody's like, oh china's gonna take over you know whatever blah, blah, blah. um but if if china were to you know come and do that to us would we be mad would we have anything to say right you know what i mean right because what says what's to say that that's not manifest destiny for for them for them yeah. you know what i mean and so it's really interesting like where's that you know, even in thinking about, um, I guess even in thinking about that line, you know, or thinking about like when it comes to whether it's manifest destiny or, you know, going in, taking and claiming squatters rights, squatters rights. Yeah. Squatters. Where's, where's the line? I'm claiming these squatters whites. These squatters <laughs> whites. This is my, hey, check these out. These are my squatters whites. <laughs> You know, Squatter where, where's ones? that line in between right and wrong? You know, what makes it okay here but not okay here? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I had never really thought about that, but when you said that, I just had this, like, visual image where I was like, man, that's what we did. Because, I mean, like, I was asking the question of, like, to and, and this, this may be a, a somewhat crass example, 
you know, and so I, I apologize if this is, is triggering anyone, but what's what's the difference between what we did to the Native Americans and what happened in the Holocaust? What Germany did to hmm. the Jews and, you know, when moving into Poland and things like that. Hmm. Oh, you know, I and some you. people say this is egregious on one count and this is more egregious than another. I can tell you. What? Acknowledgement. Yeah. That's what, that's what the difference is. Wow. Right. We have not acknowledged it. Right. I mean... Homeboy, that I can't remember what his stupid ass name is. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. Based on that description, Ben Shapiro. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, was gonna say George. Dan, Andy <laughs> No. <laughs> Andy No. No, I don't remember. Tucker he, Carlson. He, it was probably something like that. But he was he's he was on the <laughs> he was going on this dumbass rant. Taking shots, dude. Because, but this, it, no, the dude the dude was sitting there talking about. He's like. He he he's saying something about you know and and American culture is the the best America is is like the best culture in the world and you know and you know like we came here there was nothing here there was oh, nothing here except oh, no. except you know there were Native Americans here but like admittedly there's no like uh, uh, Native American culture inside of like American culture oh my god and then just continued mm. uh, you know continued and you're I just kept like, talking you you know children cover your ears you fuck face mm. like th- it, there's no native american culture because like we've completely destroyed it but then we make it a like our baseball team right you know like our baseball team's like, I, mascot I, right and, and it's supposed and to I be like a sign of that. respect it's it's like I, there's there's the thing like, i, like that I whole, literally had the thought of like what if you know, and and I forgot. Yeah, I'm so what glad it, I never lived in a city that has a baseball team. That you know what I mean. Like I can't imagine how you would like. I, but I I just didn't think about it then. Oh, dude, Cleveland. Cleveland. I wasn't even thinking about you when yeah. I said that. I'm I, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah. see, no, like right. I never thought of. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, it wasn't until they shall be right. known as the Cleveland baseball team. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like pretty, they need to. Yeah. Is it, like did they change it? Uh, no, no, that was like the not. red. The red. Oh, they're still the Braves. The red. What did the Redskins? Yeah, Washington. Do for yeah, Washington Redskins are now the Washington football team. Yeah. But yeah. like, why? I, I I get the outcry, but why are y'all going after DC, but not Cleveland Indians or right. Atlanta Braves? Like, right. And I was thinking about. I was literally maybe that's a more remember, derogatory um, term. We were watching Nationals? Little Baby Bum. Oh, Redskins. For, Sorry, for those who have children, watching what? Little Baby Bum. Oh yeah, yeah. I love the Little Baby Bum. Yeah, Little Baby Bum. We were watching Little Baby that Bum. That song is stuck in your head, man. And yeah, dude. And this is they the he doesn't the know it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we were watching Little Baby Bum and they were doing the um what was it? Oh, one, one little, little two, two little three little buses, four little, five little, six little buses. You know what I mean? Seven but, little, eight but little, nine little, little buses. buses. <laughs> but if Help you the like, if you remember you know, like when I was younger, it was one little, two little, three little. Yeah, we talked about this. That's Indians. right. Indians. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I started, I really started to think like, what if, what if they were counting Negroes? You know, and which, which so, I think somebody said it maybe used to be. There's a know? lot of, there's a, I mean, mo- most, but, most uh, of the children's like nursery rhymes and stuff are like rooted in oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's a there's a tiktok awful, there's have awful. y'all have y'all seen the tiktok that, of the lady who red, red-haired lady yeah lady, yeah yeah she yeah she's really good but yeah you know what i mean and so i yeah. start, I, start, I just really started to think about they're like man like that's just another example like if you start to think about like assigning or mascotting people groups you know 
and you insert your own people group, mm-hmm. you know, you really, I think it really helps you to, like, in a very small way, be able to think about and, and have some empathy for, you know, the Native Americans or, or other disenfranchised, you know, people groups. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it really makes you think about, man, like, what if what if they did that to me, hmm. you know? What if my culture was made into a mascot? Hmm. Well, I feel like it wouldn't you know? be it wouldn't necessarily be like so awful if if it wasn't like you know, like it's like why if would you make at, us yeah. your mascot, but you stole our land, you raped and pillaged our like you know, our peoples and our, our villages and then like essentially like why in, in a lot of ways wiped, you know, wiped us off the face of the earth or forced us to live somewhere that was not where we were from. You know, and you're like, oh, yeah, we did that multiple times, you know, like it's with different people groups. And but again, with with no acknowledgement, right. with no acknowledgement I, that that that's truly, you know, what happened. I mean, I, I was re- I remember I read fairly recently uh, a a children's um, like fifth grade, um, like world history book. Hmm. And the maybe it was sixth or seventh grade with in the world history book. It was talking about the Trail of Tears and talking about how, like, they willingly gave up their land for a for like a bigger because there was a bigger purpose at play right of like, progress you know, right like yeah they they like willingly gave up their lands and in, in the name of progress and like oh gosh. you know it was a hard it was a very difficult uh you know trail to to walk and to get through but like at at the end like they got better lands and, and all that's that why it was stuff, the trail know? of tears because it was a a long hard think, trip i don't think so they, even then they knew that white people are the best people in the world <laughs> But, you know, and, and I mean, and not to, so. <laughs> Kenny's got his thinking cap on. I think it, I think I'm just really. I think I think the key is what you said about acknowledgement, right? Totally. You know, and. I think that's the biggest. That's one of the one of the biggest problems. You know, that that's that's why it's so difficult to to right these wrongs, because if you don't acknowledge, you know, like, man, that was that was actually wrong. That wasn't that was egregious. Then you can't move forward. Yeah, there's there's, you know, well, you can't because of what what you guys both alluded to, which was you are terrified that somebody else might come and do that to you, right? You did it to somebody else. Well, and you're also terrified of the consequences of taking responsibility for your actions. Right. So, like, Germany paid out reparations after World War II, even though the actual political party responsible for the atrocities was basically wiped out. I mean, they were hunted down. I mean, it was like the Nazi party was not a thing in Germany anymore. But the country of Germany still decided to take responsibility and say we messed up right and we're going and i don't know a ton about all of that i just know that it happened and here we are hundreds and hundreds of years later having taken no responsibility and there's a micro section of people that are calling for reparations but on the whole we can't stand up at the mic and say again kids cover yours we fucked up and we need to pay for it because we're maybe terrified of having someone do to us although we're pretty powerful our military is like <laughs> way over, over over budget but that's another uh, argument but 
I think it's probably more the idea that it would it would lead you, it, you and you could do this in a personal relationship. If I offend you, for me to come and acknowledge that and apologize puts me on the hook for an appropriate level of fallout from that. So if we get up and we say we did this thing to this pe- people group and it was wrong and we can never make it right, but we're going to attempt to, you know, A, B, C, D as part of, and you, you can use the word reparations, you can use the word consequence, you can use the, whatever. I think it's more just an acknowledgement or, or a fear or a hesitancy of taking action steps that would result from taking responsibility. Yeah. Mm. But the first step to would me be acknowledgement. is just is even, acknowledgement. Is, yeah. is even just having some like true, like not just, yeah, we, we took, you know, we, we took the land from people um, or we brought people and we brought people here from a different country and forced them to work on our lands for hundreds and of so, years. Right. But, but specific. And but, so, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, no, but yeah, yeah, that we just actually would say that what what happened was wrong and then teach children about it, teach people about right. it to, right. to so right. that it would not happen again. Right. You know? And so this is what actually happened. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a big part of it. This is what actually happened. Yeah. And what actually happened was wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and so I and I think like on a level just to to I guess bring it home, you know, a little homework for you know, for the listeners. Go for you it. You know, this like this is the work that we're doing, you know. Uh a little homework for the listeners. The first step is acknowledgement. And so if you struggle with, you know, acknowledgement or or even if like if you're sitting there thinking like ah, I just don't agree with that. Do some research, and I mean, and, for, to, and and do research with people that you don't normally listen to with voices voices that are not like yours. Yeah, you know, and you may learn some things. Yeah, you know, and if you if you got questions or you have you want some resources, shoot us an email. We'll send them. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, I think I feel like that's what these conversations are about, right? Totally. You know, and I mean, it's learning to acknowledge this is what happened because you can't grow and move forward until we conquer that first step first, you know? Right. So. Yeah, that's good, man. Thank you. Read a book. Magic isn't real, you idiot. Read a book. Magic. (laughs) Name that comedian, Brandon. I don't think I can. Bo Burnham. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode of Black, White, and Mixed. Uh, We want to thank you guys for listening and for supporting the show. Um, As always, we want to encourage you to get involved and be a part of the conversation with us. Get involved. With that said, I'm Doug Ogden. I'm Benny. And I'm Peggy. (laughs) Good call back, Kenny. (laughs) Thank you. I'm Kenny. One bus, two bus, three bus. Okay, goodbye. Is that how y'all singing at home school? I literally looked out the window and counted buses. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Black, White, and Mixed podcast. We love being able to engage with our listeners, so don't forget to reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at the BWM Pod, or you can email us at bwmpodcastmail at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Black, white, black, white, and mixed, mixed.
Bye, bye, and mix. Come on, bye.